Now we shall be reading part 4 of lesson 5, Administrative Law of Paper 1, Jurisprudence, Interpretation and General Laws. 5.9. Exceptions to Natural Justice Though the normal rule is that a person who is affected by administrative action is entitled to claim natural justice, that requirement may be excluded under certain exceptional circumstances. 1. Statutory Exclusion the principle of natural justice may be excluded by the statutory provision, where the statute expressly provides for the observance of the principles of natural justice. The provision is treated as mandatory and the authority is bound by it. Where the statute is silent as to the observance of the principle of natural justice, such silence is taken to imply the observance thereto. However, the principles of natural justice are not incapable of exclusion the statute may exclude them. When the statute expressly or by necessary implication excludes the application of the principles of natural justice, the courts do not ignore the statutory mandate. But one thing may be noted that in India, Parliament is not supreme and therefore statutory exclusion is not final. The statute must stand the test of constitutional provision. Even if there is no provision under the statute for observance of the principle of natural justice, courts may read the requirement of natural justice for sustaining the law as constitutional. 2. Emergency In exceptional cases of urgency or emergency, where prompt and preventive action is required, the principles of natural justice need not be observed. Thus, the pre-decisional hearing may be excluded where the prompt action is required to be taken in the interest of the public safety or public morality and any delay in administrative order because of pre-decisional hearing before the action may cause injury to the public interest and public safety. However, the determination of the situation requiring the exclusion of the rules of natural justice by the administrative authorities is not final and the court may review such determination. In Menka Gandhi v. Union of India, AIR 1978, SC 597, the Supreme Court observed that a passport may be impounded in public interest without compliance with the principles of natural justice. But as soon as the order impounding the passport has been made, an opportunity of post-decisional hearing, remedial in aim, should be given to the person concerned. In the case, it has also been held that Public interest is a justiciable issue and the determination of administrative authority on it is not final. 3. Interim Disciplinary Action The rules of natural justice are not attracted in the case of interim disciplinary action. For example, the order of suspension of an employee pending an inquiry against him is not final but interim order and the application of the rules of natural justice is not attracted in the case of such order. In Abhay Kumar v. K. Srinivasan, AIR 1981, Delhi 381, an order was passed by the college authority debarring the student from entering the premises of the college and attending the class till the pendency of a criminal case against him for stabbing a student. The court held that the order was interim and not final. It was preventive in nature. It was passed with the object to maintain peace in the campus. The rules of natural justice were not applicable in such case. 4. Academic Evaluation Where a student is removed from an educational institution 
on the grounds of unsatisfactory academic performance, the requirement of pre-decisional hearing is excluded. The Supreme Court has made it clear that if the competent academic authority assesses the work of a student over the period of time and thereafter declares his work unsatisfactory, the rule of natural justice may be excluded. But this exclusion does not apply in the case of disciplinary matters. 5. Impracticability Where the authority deals with a large number of persons, it is not practicable to give all of them opportunity of being heard. And therefore, in such condition, the court does not insist on the observance of the rules of natural justice. In P. Radhakrishna v. Osmania University, AIR 1974, AP 283, the entire MBA entrance examination was cancelled on the ground of mass copying. The court held that it was not possible to give all the examinees the opportunity of being heard before the cancellation of the examination. 5.10 Effect of Failure of Natural Justice When an authority required observing natural justice in making an order fails to do so, should the order made by it be regarded as void or voidable? Generally speaking, a voidable order means that the order was legally valid at its inception and it remains valid until it is set aside or quashed by the courts, that is, it has legal effect up to the time it is quashed. On the other hand, a void order is no order at all from its inception. It is a nullity and void ab initio. In most cases, a person affected by such an order cannot be sure whether the order is really valid or not until the court decided the matter. Therefore, the affected person cannot just ignore the order, treating it as a nullity. He has to go to a court for an authoritative determination as to the nature of the order is void. For example, an order challenged as a nullity for failure of natural justice gives rise to the following crucial question. Was the authority required to follow natural justice? Usually, a viable order cannot be challenged in collateral proceedings. It has to be set aside by the court in separate proceedings for the purpose. Suppose a person is prosecuted criminally for infringing an order, he cannot then plead that the order is voidable. He can raise such a plea if the order is void. In India, by and large, the judicial thinking has been that a quasi-judicial order made without following natural justice is void and nullity. The most significant case in the series is Nawab Khan versus Gujarat, Section 56 of the Bombay Police Act, 1951, empowers the police commissioner to extern any undesirable person on certain grounds set out therein. An order passed by the commissioner on the petitioner was disobeyed by him and he was prosecuted for this in a criminal court. During the pendency of his case, on a writ petition, filed by the petitioner, the High Court quashed the internment order on the ground of failure of natural justice. The trial court then acquitted the appellant. The government appealed against the acquittal and the High Court convicted him for disobeying the order. The High Court took the position that the order in question was not void ab initio. The appellant had disobeyed the order 
much earlier than date it was infringed by him. The High Court's own decision invalidating the order in question was not retroactive and did not render it a nullity from its inception, but it was invalidate only from the date the Court declared it to be so by its judgment. However, the matter came in appeal before the Supreme Court, which approached the matter from a different angle. The order of internment affected a fundamental right, Article 19 of the appellant, in a manner which was not reasonable. The order was thus illegal and unconstitutional and hence void. The court ruled definitively that an order infringing a constitutionally guaranteed right made without hearing the party affected where hearing was required would be void ab initio and ineffectual to bind the parties from the very beginning and a person cannot be convicted for non-observance of such an order. The Supreme Court held that where hearing is obligated by statute which affects the fundamental right of a citizen, the duty to give the hearing sound in constitutional requirement and failure to comply with such a duty is fatal. With this, we end part 4 of the audio lesson 5, Administrative Law. Please do listen to the next part.